Welcome back to Ranking Things. Really excited for this episode. This is an idea I had um, uh, when we started the show to do The Office and then have a whole feedback episode. So this is the voicemails episode from The Office. We have four uh, voicemails that we're going to be playing. Uh, I call them voicemails. Only one is a true voicemail that was left on my phone that I had to take off, uh, figure out how to get that onto a podcast. And uh, you'll be hearing that. Um, but it was pretty fun to rank The Office with Colton. Thank you again to Colton for doing that. Um, and I know The Office is such a popular show. It really is kind of like we talked about in the last episode, really a almost basically a def- the defining sitcom, I think, for our generation. Um, if you haven't listened to the last episode, please go back and do that. Uh, I think that'll make, uh, make this make a lot more sense. Um, but uh, I guess if you haven't and you're listening to this now, you might as well stick with us because it's going to be pretty funny, I think. So... Uh, we have four uh, voicemails. We'll start with the first one from Mike Nielsen, who ranked the Olympics with me uh, a couple weeks ago. So here is Mike Nielsen's feedback from The Office. Why are you the way you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things you choose to be. Mike from Canada here. Great episode, guys. Love listening into this one. It's one where you just want to jump in and throw in your two cents. Well, looks like I get two now. Well, look what the cat dragged in from Stanford. Fact. I am older. I am wiser. Do not mess with me. Characters. Colton, who are you? Seriously. We get that you're an office nerd, and we all are. But don't reach and say that Gabe Lewis is the greatest minor character. And Clark, anyone who's introduced in Season 9 should be banned for life. You are murdering the Nard Dog. Levi, for once we totally agree, Kevin and Creed are the greatest minor characters. They know their roles and they stay in their lanes. And I love the reference to Creed throwing 100 miles an hour. It is so true. Relationships. Levi, how could you forget Jim and Dwight? Seriously, the whole show is set around them being enemies, turned to friends, to best friends, and to bestest mensch. Someone also should have said Michael and Ryan. It's a hilarious and very underrated relationship. And maybe the Angela-Phyllis dispute. You already did me. That's what she said. Other than that, your list of relationships is spot on. Which actually brings up an excellent point about the show, which I never really thought about. That at the heart of the show is really about relationships. So many of the greatest relationships that we see in the show is wrapped up around their relationships. The caringness of Michael, the hilariousness of Kevin, the pranking of Jim and Dwight. The show really isn't the same without these well-thought and deep characters in their relationships. All right. Here are my top five office quotes. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. I declare bankruptcy. You put my stuff in jello again. At least once a year, I like to bring in some of my Kevin's famous chili. You can consider this my retirement from comedy. Does that include that's what she said? Yes. Wow, that is really hard. You really think you can go all day long? Well, you always left me satisfied and smiling.
That's what she said. <laughs> Mike out. Great job, guys. Looking forward to the next podcast. Well, thank you, Mike. Thanks for leaving a voicemail. Thank you for agreeing with me more than anyone else does on the rest of these voicemails. Uh, also, thank you for ending your voicemail with Mike out. I really appreciate that part. Um, so the next one is Dan Childs, who is a friend of uh, Colt and I both. Uh, he is, I mentioned in the podcast how Colt and I are in a uh, text text group or group text, sorry, that, uh, you know, we're all, we're all in these days. So here is uh, Dan Childs' thoughts on the episode. Hey, Levi, Samuel. Um, just called to talk about The Office. I love the episode. Um, a couple of things, though, I was pretty surprised at. I think Ryan definitely deserves, like, a lot of attention for his character, development over the series like at the beginning he's a pretty fun guy who's kind of in on a lot of the jokes with michael and stuff but then he progresses to this real tool and stuff and a lot of his lines are pretty gold too like things like when he says um uh, it's a myth that women have to gain over nine pounds during pregnancy stuff like that um and just like the way he is with kelly and stuff is just absolutely ridiculous uh and kelly too is another character that i think is just well-rounded and well-thought-out. Like, she's absolutely hilarious. Like, the her thing with Ryan, when she says she might be pregnant, and the camera pans to her, and then she just, like, shakes her head no. It's just really funny. And, I mean, this is kind of separate, but the fact that they're two of the biggest writers in the show as well is pretty impressive. Um, if you look up some of the, the most memorable episodes, they are often a writer of those episodes. Um... And also, um, I probably would have placed uh, Nate as one of my top characters. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan of Creed. Um, like you guys said, every single thing that Creed says is dynamite. And although Nate's in the show a lot um, shorter of a time, I think he's very similar in that he has some of the most outrageous lines that are just hilarious. Like, have you noticed that Gum's gotten a lot mintier lately? Like, how serious he is about that? I don't know. He just gets me at, like, everything he says. And then the running joke of, like, like his mom being about to die and stuff. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. Um, and then, I don't know. I think that's it. You guys did a good job. Oh, Oscar, too. He's a fun guy. Like, you guys talked about, um, uh, who was it? One of, the, one of the characters you guys talked about. About being kind of like the voice of reason. Uh, Daryl, kind of like the voice of reason. I think Oscar is that in a lot of ways. Although a little more of a caricature with the fact that he thinks so highly of himself. Um, I don't know. I like Oscar a lot. And then, like, the one thing, too, one of the funniest moments I crack up every time when Michael gives Oscar that hideous toy and Oscar pretends like he likes it. And it's like an odd moment because it's like Michael having a joke on Oscar. I like that one a lot. And, um, oh, David Wallace, too. Like, he's just a really well-grounded guy. And some of the stuff he says is just so hilarious. And his, his relationship with Michael is pretty good, too. Um, and, like, he's always a very reasonable, like, clearly intelligent guy, well put together. And then he just kind of goes off the rail for, like, a season when he comes up with the, not the suck it, but something like that. Uh, yeah, sucking up the toys or whatever. Anyways, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, and something that probably enjoys an honorable mention as well is definitely the um, cold open where Dwight does the um, fire safety thing. I think that cold open 
can rival any of the greatest episodes on the whole. And I know, like, the, the dinner party episode is definitely the best. I'm not arguing that. But it's just that cold open itself, like, stand of the park and everything. I can't even believe it every time. Um, yeah, the office is great. I really enjoy listening to you guys talk about it. And call me back if you want to talk more about it. All right, man. I'll see you. Bye. Well, Daniel was pretty wrong about his opinion on Ryan. Uh, all his other takes are pretty good. Uh, happy that uh, that you enjoying the show, Daniel. Thank you for calling in. Um, it is uh, it is such a funny show. It's funny. I like getting all the feedback and uh, hearing how it's connected with uh, so many people as it has connected with me. So thanks again to Daniel for uh, for calling in and reminding us of. Um, of I guess Ryan and Kelly, who I still I still stand by how we felt on the original episode. Um, it is fun knowing that they're writers. I think they're funnier people than their characters are, but uh, but yeah, not as good as some of the core, some of the uh, more more prominent minor characters. Our next voicemail comes from Drew Siobhan, who was on the show when we did Cheese a few uh, way back in the, the third episode. Uh, Drusha has some pretty hot takes from the office, so here is Drew Siobhan. Okay, these are my thoughts on your latest episode of Ranking Things. Um, So there were quite a lot of things that I agreed with. You guys literally took the words out of my mouth, the thoughts out of my mind, when you mentioned Andy and his bloody nipples. That scene, every time I watch it, has me howling with laughter. Therefore... Okay, I'm a total dork, and I took extensive notes during the episode, so I actually have everything written down that I thought while listening. <laughs> so, um, I was going to run through my list real quick because I want to. So, my number one is Kevin because he's hilarious. My number two is Meredith because I feel like everybody has a little Meredith inside of them, but she's the only one brave enough to let it show. My number three is Andy, and it might solely be because of that episode. I mean, he's hilarious in all of them and everything like that. I love his character, but that really tips it over the edge. My number four is Creed because, yes... His one-liners and his little tidbits that he adds to the show are just always creepily hilarious. And then my number five is not because of funniness. It's like a tie between Holly and Jan because I love Holly so much for Michael. And he, she's like the answer to everything we were hoping for the entire series. And then Jan is just funny how she pretends the entire time to be so much better than Michael when really she's just crazy. I did want to mention that I was really shocked that nobody ever brought up what a horrible character Robert California is. Every time he shows up on the show, I am almost done watching it, and just ready to start back at season one again. And then um, my favorite open, I think, is when Jim is dressed as Dwight because it just blows Dwight's mind. And then another, um, another 
uh, just friendship relationship that I was surprised didn't get mentioned is, which I guess, I mean, all the other ones are so much better than this one, but honorable mention is Dwight and Moe's because they have such a weird, creepy relationship, but it's funny at the same time, but nobody really knows what actually goes on in their house. Like the time that Jim and Pam stay at their um, bed and breakfast and all the weird things that go on between the two of them. I don't know. Anyway, those are my thoughts on that episode. And I tried to be quick. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you again to Jerusha also for calling in on that and uh, giving us her opinions. Um, I do think, yeah, we, we, didn't, mention, we didn't mention Jan enough. Um, uh, Jan is definitely a, definitely a great, great character. Um, and thanks for agreeing with me on Kevin. I still stand, even though Colton disagreed. I stand with Kevin. I think he is hilarious. Um, yeah, The Office is a great show. I'm, I'm seeing it after every one of these. Uh, so the last voicemail is from Mike Livermore, who ranked uh, Gilmore Girls with me early on in the show. Uh, he has some wrong takes about how smart I am, but it's okay. Here he is. Uh, here he is, Mike Livermore. Thanks again to everyone who uh, who sent a voicemail. Here is Mike Livermore. Hi, Levi. Great podcast. Uh, much respect to Colton and his expertise on The Office. I want to thank Colton for continuing the tradition on ranking things of the guest of the show, clearly outclassing the host in terms of knowledge of the subject matter. So thank you, Colton. Levi, I have two hot takes for you. First hot take, you asked Colton the question, is Jim and Pam's romance the greatest TV romance? Now, it's certainly wonderful, but I don't think it is. And Levi, this one, this one hurt me. This one really got deep and hurt me on a personal level. What is the greatest TV romance? It's not Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse. It's not Corey and Topanga. It's not Ross and Rachel, nor Sam and Diane. I give third place to Jim and Pam. But to me, second place is Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski. It has to be them. But what is really the GOAT? What is the number one in Levi? I can't believe you didn't go here. Number one is Lorelai Gilmore and Luke Danes. I thought we had something special, Levi. I thought, I thought our podcast meant something, but apparently not. The, the, these two, Luke and Lorelai, they carried the show. We're not going to get into it again, but they are the greatest TV romance of all time. Second hot take. At one point, you and Colton seemed to agree that Dinner Party is the greatest Office episode. And certainly, I can see it's the funniest episode. It's the most joke-dense episode in the show's run. But it's missing something. It, it doesn't have all of the cast. It doesn't take place in the Office. There's a very small role for Dwight. It, it's just not a complete episode. Well, what are the five best Office episodes? Number five... Stress Relief, the episode where Dwight uh, cuts the face off of a CPR dummy. Number four, I give it the dinner party. Hilarious episode and Michael's vasectomy is incredible. Number three, Benihana Christmas, the dueling Christmas parties and, and Kevin singing and the, the validity committee is just a spectacular episode. Number two, The Injury, 
start to finish amazing. The whole cast is involved. Dwight's concussion. The moment in Meredith's van when Jim gets the water bottle out and sprays Michael and Dwight. That, that moment won the Emmy for that season. The greatest Office episode of all time is Casino Night. It has everything you want in an Office episode. Everyone's involved. It takes place in the office and the warehouse. Every uh, actor, actress on the show has a starring moment. You know, Creed winning the refrigerator, Kevin playing poker, and there's so much story arc happening. Like, it's the peak Jim and Pam, will they, won't they drama. It's just an incredible start to finish, fantastic masterpiece of an Office episode. So that's it. Thank you, Levi. Great show. And uh, see you around. Have a good day. Well, thank you, Mike. Thanks for those very spicy hot takes. I uh, really appreciate hearing your list of episodes. Um, I know I know you have a list because, yeah, you sent me that Excel sheet way back in the day before, or way back in the day, when I, you know, way back in the day when I started this, started this podcast about ranking things. Uh, so ha- happy to hear your ranking. And, um, uh, and I'm not sure if I agree about Jim and Pam not being the greatest, the greatest TV romance. I mean, the, the, I, I don't know. Pretty happy when Luke and Lorelai get together. Uh, it just takes so long, and then we go through so much pain. Uh, but Jim and Pam has such a great payoff. I mean, greatest TV wedding, maybe. Maybe I'll hold that one. Uh, thanks again to uh, to Mike and Jerusha and and uh, Mike Nielsen and Dan Daniel Childs for calling in. Uh, this was definitely fun, and we'll do it again. Uh, thanks again for listening. I can't believe anyone listens to this show. And uh, have a great day. Bye bye.